Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friend, I'm so glad that you're with me here on another episode of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. I'm super excited to have honestly one of the smartest guys I know. Uh, Jeff Brewer is here, and we met, uh, I guess, several years ago, uh, Jeff, in another Jeff's world, Jeff Walker's world, and um, got to see the incredible things that you're doing and that you bring to the table and, and helping people to to launch their businesses online and that sort of thing. So, man, so glad that that you're here. Welcome. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. And a fellow Texan, by the way. So that's a that's a good thing. So we're here in the same state. So listen, for, for those that are just getting to know you, kind of give us the thumbnail sketch of uh, who you are, what you do in the world and, and that sort of thing. Sure. How's it going, everyone? My name is Jeff Brewer. I'm a product launcher expert to other online experts. I've typically been focusing on helping that online entrepreneur and online expert who's somewhere in the range of $250,000 to doing $5 million a year in their business. And I help them scale that business up through implementing their most successful product launch possible. I've done hundreds of webinars, challenge launches. And what I found in that journey is there's so many amazingly intelligent, knowledgeable, talented people who have some type of unique experience, expertise, but they are not having the impact in the world that they possibly and potentially can because they're not putting out the amount of content that they need to. And if they are, I worked with a lot of people who have big social media followings, but also aren't monetizing their followings and putting together some kind of program or service in the way that they could be. So that's really that next step is once you can find the right avatar, put out the right content and reach that right audience, how do you create the most amazing program or service that you can provide them that makes them want to ascend into your paid community and, and join you so that you can really go next level with them. So that's really what I've been doing for almost last 10 years online. I've been, you know, really lucky to join some of the top marketing masterminds in the world, get connected with folks like you, and really just help impact as many other experts as I possibly can through online product launches. Yeah, I, I can so relate to how you're you're laying that out so masterfully because I wrote my first book in 2009 and was having some influence and having connection with people, but I was not, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And so I was just, I was a guy that had, you know, an art studio and I had a message that I felt like was supposed to go, you know, to a large group of people, but I had no idea how to get that out there. And, um, you know, somebody gave me Jeff Walker's launch book, you know, uh, back in the day. And I did that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, that changed my life. And, and uh, it was amazing. But what you're talking about in the idea of putting out regular content uh, on a regular basis, I think that's something that, especially for artists and people that love to be in the studio and that sort of thing, that may not be something that they're used to. And so how do you even begin to get your hands around the concept, Jeff, that maybe I am called to do something more to a wider audience? Maybe I've got something unique that I'm teaching or I'm sharing my in my local art classes or or things that I'm doing as a local 
you know, creative, whatever that be, maybe musician or actor or, or visual artist or whatever. How do you get your hands around the concept of taking that to a wider audience and much less even developing a, a content development plan to start sharing that? Yeah, it's a great question. So what I found is before you can understand the how, you need to understand the why. Mm. And the why is simply that you have some type of unique experience, expertise, you're skilled in some way, and there are people out there who need the knowledge that you have. And the beauty about developing a personal brand in today's world is that there can be an infinite amount of people who do the same thing that you do, and we can all develop our own amazing communities online. Because now for the first time ever, consumers and buyers, they're not buying products from or investing in programs with brands, they're buying from people. Yeah, people want to do business with people, right? So it's never been a better time to develop a personal brand. We're living in the greatest era of entrepreneurship that we've ever seen. And right now, specifically in the year 2022 that we're in, it's never been a better time to take advantage of this because whether you know it or not, Meta, who owns Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and TikTok are at war. And what that war is creating is it's creating a battle for the attention of the audiences on their platform throughout the world. And pretty much, if you haven't been paying attention, TikTok came along and they just artificially started showing a lot more organic reach views to the mass of creators. So we're Meta had really a, a monopoly on the attention for the last few years. We haven't seen this type of views, organic reach, uh, the ability to capture this type of attention for free since Facebook 2015, Instagram 2017, 2018. And now that TikTok kind of came in as a disruptor, that platform is growing faster than even Facebook or Instagram did because more there's almost a billion people on TikTok now. Mm. And the reason that many people are getting on that platform so fast is because short form content is really here to stay. Number one, because people, it's easier to can create, it's easier to consume, it's easier to consume a lot of creators at once. And there's not yet a lot of advertisers on that platform. So TikTok as a platform can show more of your organic content to more of those billion people on the platform. Whereas Facebook and Instagram, that organic reach, that um, that wild, wild west, so to speak, that has really come and gone and those platforms are more pay to play spaces. So what Meta has had to do to counter this move of TikTok is launch Instagram Reels, which essentially has copied right. the entire user interface and the type of content that is posting to also artificially show more views, get more engagement to their creators on their platform to compete with TikTok. And now YouTube, Google through YouTube and YouTube Shorts is also doing the same thing. So now for the first time ever, I can create a very compelling 20 to 40 second piece of short form content, publish it onto TikTok, Instagram Reels, and TikTok. So now every dollar I spend investing to create this content, every minute I spend investing to film it, now I can get 3x of an ROI on that time and money I'm spending to create that content. And I'm getting potentially 10 to 100x of the audience consuming that content. So now it's never been easier, essentially because of this war that Meta and TikTok are are feuding over to get the type of audience attention you can to get the type of engaged community and potentially get the type of paying clients to come into your world. And the time to act is now because just like this gravy train went away on Facebook in 2015 and Instagram, it's really, you know, the organic reach isn't what it used to be until really the last 12 to 18 months because they're trying to compete with TikTok. Once all the advertisers from those platforms 
flood into TikTok, it might never be the same again. So mm. the time to act if your creator is now. Yeah. So I think one of the questions I hear all the time in mentoring artists is, man, I want to do this, but I feel this giant sucking feeling every time I go on to social media. It's sucking my soul. It's sucking the energy out of me. It's like, ah, it's so overwhelming. So when you're putting together a content plan, you know, are there best practices? You know, you're talking about 20 to 40 second pieces of short form content. What's your best recommendations, Jeff, as far as amount of pieces of content? Um, you know, and, and then not only that, but and then maybe this is a good lead in. How do we take that into the monetization? Because ultimately, that's what we're trying to do, right? Get people to our website, get them to opt in, get them to get them on our list, get them to take advantage of the resources that we have. So walk us through that bridge. Totally. So I think there's two primary forms of <clears throat> of content that I'm trying to create with both myself and my clients. Number one is long form content, right? So these are longer format YouTube videos, longer format podcasts where you're establishing yourself as the expert and going deep on a specific subject and one piece of content with, with your, your audience. Then there's short form content, right? When we look at like these 20 to 40 second TikToks, Reels, uh, YouTube shorts. So those are the two primary forms of content that I'm trying to create for my audience. So essentially before I'll, you know, a big question is like, well, what do I know what to say? It's a, it's a great question. So what I'll do is I'll do some type of <clears throat> interviewing, surveying of some type of focus group in my audience. I'll find out, you know, who are they following all, already? Uh, what other indirect competitors are there that, or people of influence in your space, right? Who are already creating content what best performing pieces of content are they creating that have the most engagement that I can take as an idea and put my own spin on it, my own unique viewpoint on that same topic. Then I'll make a list once I survey the audience. You know, you could go in things like Facebook groups, Discord channels, see what questions people are, are asking, read the comments of people's videos. So I pretty much make an editorial calendar that I use Airtable, but you could use something as simple as like a Google Sheet. And I'll write down all the questions my avatar is asking. I'll write down all the problems that they're facing. And then I simply create content that's long form and short form that answers the questions they have in a compelling way and provides the solutions to the problems that they have. And there's two types of ways to create content. Number one is through documenting. So if you're familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, you know he is one of the biggest online entrepreneur influencers in the world, yet he also runs one of the biggest Madison Avenue advertising agencies in the world works with some fortune 100 brands. So how does he create content for his personal brand if he has that much, that big right. of a business going on? He has a team of people who just follow him around in his day in the life and they chop up the interactions he has, the speaking on stages that he does so that they can take the, that content that they film, chop it up into long form and short form and then publish it for him. So he essentially is publishing content daily, omnipresent on all these platforms without having to create anything new. Very, very cool. I was found myself very, very busy in my business. So it, it took me a little while to start creating content. But the way I started was doing the same type of, of documenting content, right? What I found in doing that is the short form, since you only have, you know, three seconds, you know, that I think it's like the average attention span of a goldfish is eight seconds with a human, it's seven. So you only have really a few seconds in the short form content. So when I make a short form video, I'm typically going to create that, that video. And when I'm doing that, I'm focusing 80% on the visual and 
in verbal audio hook that I'm saying to capture their attention to then make them want to stay, right? So it's like not all questions that you're answering and problems you're solving are created equal. Really have to pay attention to that hook to capture them in and really get to the point and deliver the value quickly. Is there a quick mini anecdotal story or example you can tell? And then is there some type of quick call to action to get them to engage or to go download a lead magnet or register for a free training that you're doing? And that's when you can lead into the monetization phase. But in closing, if you're so you could start by documenting, right? So say if you're an artist and you're creating a piece, right? You've probably seen these really cool time-lapse videos that people are creating where they're like filming a, a piece being created from start to finish. You could walk someone through like, hey, here's my idea for it. Here's my sketch. Now here's my painting of it. Or here's my idea for it. Here's kind of the 3D rendering of it or just a rendering of it. And then here's the actual thing like in progress over time. So take people through the journey of the of the products and art pieces you're creating, not just show them the final piece so they can see the before, middle, and after and really get invested in the story. And then what I do when it comes to not documenting but creating content is a lot of creators who do this for a living but don't have the actual business. They'll wake up every day and they'll say, hey, what am I? What type of video am I going to create today? I don't do that because I don't have time because I'm running a business. So I'll take my editorial calendar and two to three times per week, I will create content through batching. Yeah. So what batching is, is that you film a larger amount of videos in one session. So in the two to three times per month, I'll film for four to six hours in one setting and I'll interchange my clothes and I'll have my editorial calendar up that has all the video topics. I'll write outlines for those topics in advance and then I'll either go or I'll script them out. And my plan is to film, you know, five, 10, 20, even 30 videos in one session. And when you do that successfully, you can film two or three times per month, but have videos for 60 days that you can have someone on your team publish for you. So you can live your life, create your art, run your business, but the content is going out for you. And that's how I think about publishing and creating content from start to finish. And then that leads into the the monetization piece, which we can touch on next. But it's really important to not overanalyze this. It's just important to just start and go. Yeah, just execute, right? I mean, that's the thing. Start with, I always tell my artists, you know, the Bible talks about be faithful with little, you'll be ruler over much. Be fruitful first and then you'll multiply. And it's like, don't get overwhelmed by all of the, 60 hours of video and all that, just start, just do one and put it out there and then do it again and do it again and do it again. So I love that. So when it comes to monetization, you know, there's always this balance. I think that, that I'm always trying to, I guess, uh, find between uh, giving value to people that are following us online. And at the same time, making a great offer and, you know, keeping the, the, the lights on and keeping the wheels running on the bus and, and that sort of thing. So talk about how you move, people from this overwhelming TikTok, uh, you know, world that is just content, content, content. How are you moving people then into that monetization where it doesn't feel like all you're doing is being the used car salesman and making offers all the time, but that you're really um, authentically giving people great content, but also giving them an opportunity to take the next step with you so that they can get the results that, that they're looking for. Totally. Well, what you find once you start publishing and creating content in any industry you're in is that there's always going to be 1% to 10% of your audience that want to invest in you to be closer to you as the expert and be like they use it as a position of like their own personal brands and their own association to be a part of your paid communities, right? 
I've invested personally hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. to be a part of some of the top marketing masterminds in the world, not just to learn from the top marketing experts like Russell Brunson and Jeff Walker, but to also surround myself with other elite level entrepreneurs within those communities. And then as a third tier, I use it as positioning and branding in my own business saying, hey, a lot of the knowledge that I'm teaching is things that I've learned being in these top marketing masterminds from the experts, from the other top online entrepreneurs in the world. And you could go try to join these communities, also spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, or you could invest in me and learn what I've found to be the top launch strategies in the world right. from, from doing those, right? So, and you can do it a fraction of the price and a fraction of the time, potentially saving you a 10 to 15 year learning curve, right? So with your audience, you're either entertaining them, educating them in some way, and you're saving them a 10 to 15 year learning curve by giving them your framework, your system to get some type of desired transformation or result. And they want they will invest to work with you to get that desired transformation or result. And in the case of artists, there it's the whole notion where, um, you know, there's a story like, the guy's toilet's not working. He calls the plumber. The plumber comes in. He goes in there. He looks at it for a minute. He says, hey, it's all done. That's going to be, you know, a, a $500 bill. Like $500, you were in there for a minute. He goes, exactly. You pay me to know where to hit the pipes, exactly. not to actually <laughs> fix the pipes, right? With artists, it's the same exact thing, right? People are paying for the final pieces because they, they, they're committed to you. They love your art. It's um, same thing with wine, right? It's like, People aren't just buying the wine to drink. They're not right. just buying the art to look at. It gives them positioning and it gives them status in their home, in their office. So they can tell a story about how they they learned or earned or bought and invested in the piece that you have, right? So it gives them status by being able to tell the story of you as an artist, the pieces you make. You know, sometimes they're saying how much they paid for it. Sometimes they're saying just what they had to do to get it, that they've been following you for years. So you now have these, these disciples, these people who follow you, who get some type of status or association from being a part of your brand, right? Also, when I think about monetization of, of artwork and some of the top artists and, you know, like yourself, like a um, Mary Gilkerson, like rest in peace, um, she would do this really cool launch system where she would create, and I think with art, exclusivity is a big piece of that. Yeah, sure. Right? Like the value of pieces of art, it's the rarity, it's the exclusive, it's the exclusivity, it's the scarcity. There's, you know, every artist is like, this is one of 50 or one of 100 or one of one, right? And that a lot of times will create price and create demand. So if you as an artist, if you have a new set of a collection, so to speak, that you put out, you can do some type of launch system to bring your collection to the world and implement some type of scarcity with the amount of pieces in that collection that you deliver so that it's they're always going to sell out, right? So instead of creating like a million prints of the same piece, how do you use the primary pillars that make a launch successful of the scarcity of a deadline, right? So there's this open cart, a closed cart that they have to invest and buy that piece of art in that collection in and the urgency and scarcity that there's only so many pieces of art in that collection, now you can instantly take a piece of art that might have been a lot less in the eyes of the beholder, and you could 100x the price just by using these product launch principles of urgency, scarcity, 
and the power of the deadline, regardless of the launch system that that you choose. Yeah, I love it. We teach that all the time inside the mentoring program, and I've I've seen it work in high level art, beginner art. I mean, no matter what the artistic medium is, the principles just work. And I love that that you're you're talking about that. Jeff, I know that folks are going to want to get connected with you and, and find out, you know, the incredible things that that you're teaching and, and that sort of thing on as you're producing content and all that. So where can folks uh, get in touch with you and, and just kind of get into your world and and uh, get more goodness like you're, you're pouring out today? Absolutely. Yeah, I would say the best place to follow me is on Instagram. It's at Jeff underscore Brewer. And I have daily videos that I'm putting out that talk a little bit more about in detail and micro formats and short form content of these different strategies I talked today. But I think in closing, the most important thing you need to realize is like you have a unique special gift that people in the world want and desire and they get status from and they will invest a lot of money for. It's just about you putting it out there and bringing them through the process. And I think that's another cool thing, like I was saying with the with the documenting of the content if someone is invested in the story of the piece, right? Like how you created it from start to finish. And they're there with you the whole time because you're now documenting the process, sharing the journey. That piece, once it's finally finished and finally on the market in in a limited collection for a specific amount of time, that creates real urgency and scarcity for them to want to invest. And that can essentially, because a lot of artists don't do this, you essentially can put yourself on the top 1% of Absolutely. artists by doing the same amount of art, but by using these, these psychological principles of a successful launch. So I would encourage you to start now, start today, start bringing your, your audience in the journey of each of the pieces of art you're creating and use these proprietary, super simple, but important elements of a successful launch to make your pieces in your collection launch successfully. Yeah, I love it. And guys, like we said today, there's just poured out a fire hose of great information today. Don't get overwhelmed and be like, I could never do that. That's too complicated. Pick one thing that he talked about today and start implementing that into your business. I always say momentum begins with your very first win. It grows and grows as you do it again. It's like, it's the, it's the baby steps. It's just one after the other. And Jeff, you broke it down so beautifully for us. So thanks, man, for being on the podcast today. And guys, you can get all Jeff's information right here in the show notes, whether you're on the podcast or on YouTube. And I go visit him over at Instagram and uh, connect with him there. So thanks, Jeff, man. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.